0: Booch. We playing booch ball. All right, everybody, welcome to Booch Ball, the only podcast out there talking about kombucha and college sports. I'm Alex, and uh, I'm joined here today by my lovely co-host, Mr. Freed. How you doing there, Freed? I'm doing.
1: Great. Happy to be here, Alex. And you know what? We've been working on this for a long time. Long time. A lot of thought and effort has gone into this idea. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just real quick, shout out to my former college roommate, freshman year, Kamari, for the idea on this show. We just hit the ground running, and uh, here we are. (laughs) And and what you'll find on
0: our our Twitter account, at Bootball. We are the Kombucha College Sports Mashup you didn't know you needed until you listened to this episode just now. So welcome to our inaugural episode. So this is a really exciting time. What we're going to be doing is talk, we're each going to be drinking the same type of kombucha for each episode. Uh, then we're going to give you some of our thoughts on college football. We're going to make some picks at the end. So, Freed, why don't you tell us what we're going to be drinking in the kombucha department in this session of? what we're drinking
1: all right all right only the finest today for the first episode an oldie but a goodie this is gt's synergy multi-green flavor and you know uh what's a multi-green flavor what do we got here i multi-green i believe i've
0: had this gt's synergy before um I think I don't remember it being particularly good even though I'm a fan of green stuff I'm i I'm not gonna look at the ingredients I think right now until I until I take my first sip I'm expecting this to be like a spinach based kind of you know spinach and leafy greens
1: okay, um, okay. I like that um well, well, we'll go through the ingredients a little later. You know, unfortunately, I know what's in this. I've, I've had this before. <laughs> I'm a big green guy like you. I love my greens. I love my green stuff. I've, I've been here and done that with this flavor. So I, I, I'm excited.
0: All right, then let's, uh, let's open it up for our inaugural taste test. Yes, sir. Of We're the Synergy in- multi green. for those of you who want to drink along with us here.
1: We're inverted. We're ready to go.
0: All right, going with my first, I'm going with a sniff test first here. I'll have to say it does not smell very good.
1: I went straight in. Um, you know, I'm a little hungry. Ooh. It was better than I expected.
0: Hmm, this has an unsettling flavor. It doesn't taste like any of the other kombuchas that I've had before. It kind of tastes like a matcha green tea. It tastes
1: weedy. Yeah, matcha is a good a good example. It almost tastes like you're eating a piece of full green toast.
0: Green toast, like <laughs> I moldy. Try, I tried. <laughs> I tried to say
1: <laughs> rain toast. Oh,
0: green toast. But, um, you know, <laughs> because it does kind of look and taste like green mold or something. Um,
1: you know, you're not that far off with the ingredients there, Alex. Yeah. yeah. T-
0: tell me. So, tell me what's in the uh, in this. And the all right,
1: all right. so, um, well, GT's base, okay, we, we got their base kombucha culture. They do a blend of black tea, green tea, and they sweeten with kiwi juice. That's pretty standard for GT's. With kiwi juice, interesting. Um, but their flavoring comes from blue-green algae, spirulina, chlorella, and 100% pure love. 100%
0: pure love. Do you think GT, Dave, the founder of GT put in the pure love himself or do you think he kind of it manufactures is, that
1: it is not from gt dave I, I, I just don't think he has that much pure love left in him um <laughs> that guy is an absolute animal
0: yeah we were just uh free just reminded me of the whole gt dave um expose on youtube where cody co and Noel on their show is it uh what is it cringe like something like that's that's I, I cringe think-
1: I've never good seen the show other than this episode. Oh, it's so, a yeah.
0: very good show. Um, okay, okay. But yeah, they did a whole profile on this guy who's like this, the guy who claimed to invent bottled kombucha. Yeah. He's like this so, billionaire evil he, villain guy.
1: He's, he's essentially the Elon Musk of the kombucha world, right? Exactly. Yes. Um, and the first time I saw this video, you know, my friends know I'm a kombucha guy. Somebody sent me this video. And I was a livid at the video when they were shitting on GT Dave. Because these two- Oh, you were defending him.
0: You were pro-GT yeah. Dave.
1: Oh, yes. interesting. These two dudes were shitting on my boy, GT Dave. <laughs> he makes solid kombucha. Yeah. And respect to him because GT took it like a champ. Mm-hmm. Not only did he not sue the <laughs> crap out of these two kids, he invited them to his freaking mansion. That's true. For, to film another episode, right? yeah I mean, yeah they did
0: and the I second mean, episode dare i say is, is even better than the first one because they all become friends by
1: the end of it yes
0: or at least he's a a good enough sociopath that he can create yes. the illusion of friendship
1: yes um respect to gt dave on that good on him um, perfect
0: well let's keep the door open for a future sponsorship for the pod just so you know anybody who's listening we are definitely uh interested in hey in GT, accepting your sponsorship what's up gt yeah, exactly. Hit us up on Twitter, GT, at Boochball. We just locked down the domain. So now that you know what we're drinking here today, our multi-green Synergy Rock kombucha. Up, you've heard what we're drinking. Now it's time to hear what we're thinking. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? All right, welcome back to Booch Ball here. Hey, we're going to be uh, talking about What's going on in college football right now? Um, that is the, the premier college sport of choice right now, Freed. What's on your mind in the college football world?
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, it's 2020. We live in a world of COVID. And in this world of COVID, no Trevor Lawrence this weekend for Clemson at Notre Dame. That's news, but is it news enough to change the way you feel about this game? I mean, it's, it's obviously huge news. It's
0: the most famous player in college football right now. Yeah. Coming and, down with
1: and, it. And a, and a guy who was insistent on playing this year, a huge face yeah. of the we want to play movement. Mm hmm. That we want to play no matter the cost. And I guess
0: he's, he's finding out the cost right now. My question to you is what do you think if, uh, how, how should this be treated if Clemson does end up losing?
1: You know, the college football playoff is able to take things like this into consideration. Um, First of all, Notre Dame's at home. They're the number four team in the country. Are they a step below the top three teams in the country? Yes. But if Clemson and Notre Dame play a series of seven, I think Notre Dame can make that a series. So if they were to lose this game, you know, Clemson's still very much in the race.
0: I think if this, is, this season is screwed up enough that if Clemson ends up taking the loss, that's a loss because there are going to be some other teams that maybe aren't going to have as many games played or um, are going to be finishing the year with undefeated records. And you're, right. you're right. one-loss team. Loss, it just depends yeah. on whether or not Notre Dame and Clemson will meet up again in the finals. I think that's where Clemson has a chance, you know, in, in the ACC championship. You know, yes. Clemson's for sure going to be one of those top two teams. Um, I would be – well, well I'll, I'll wait until I talk about my, my, my decisions on who I think is going to win that game because I know we're going to talk about some of the uh, – make, make some of our picks mm-hmm. later on in the show. Clemson versus Notre Dame is for sure on that list. Um, sure. Another game on our list is Georgia versus Florida uh, this weekend. This is uh, a battle of two SEC heavyweights, and uh, both uh, have one loss on the resume. So this is a do-or-die game for both and Georgia and Florida.
1: Absolutely. And yeah, this game is fascinating when you look at it from, for a few different reasons. Uh, first of all, on analytics, these teams have performed almost exactly the same. When you look at Bill Connolly with ESPN's SP+, um, advanced stats, which, which I'm a big proponent of personally, the two teams are essentially equal. When you look at the uh, probability, the win probability, mm-hmm. it's 50-50. Wow. The score in his uh, probabilities uh, matrix goes into decimals. And I think Georgia is favored by 0.1 points against Florida um, at the neutral site. I to say, yeah, it's a 50-50
0: sport. split and it's at a neutral site, which just brings in another level of uh, leveling the playing field.
1: Sure. sure. Um, um, I don't know what the fan situation is going to be like at the world's largest outdoor cocktail party this year. <laughs> but, you know, the, the the real crazy thing about these two teams is their strongest points are polar opposites of each other. I mean, when we look at Florida, they have been a defensive juggernaut for the last few seasons, as much as I hate to admit it. They've been real good. Mm-hmm. This season, the exact opposite. The defense is suspect. The yep. offense came, came out gangbusters with Kyle Trask getting first-round quarterback you know mm-hmm. hype. Uh, yep. Kyle Pitts at tight end doing everything – and more that you could expect out of a tight end and and Georgia essentially the opposite, you know, their offense sputtering, they lost their quarterback to the opt out Mm -hmm. Um, the transfer from wake forest, Jamie Newman. um, He never played.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, They've
1: had some injuries rolling with Stetson Bennett and he's been, eh, you know, okay. But Mm -hmm. uh, their defense has been uh, statistically the best defense of the past five years. So, I mean, something's got to give.
0: All right, so our uh, one of our other games of the week, the last one that we'll talk about right now is uh, BYU versus Boise State on the blue field of Boise. How are you feeling about that one there, Freed?
1: I'm excited for this game. Um, I was in Boise last weekend. I finally made it to Idaho. Had nice. been a long time coming. I couldn't get there in college, but I made it. BYU has been on another level this season. They've... They've just been dominating almost everybody Mm -hmm. um, with the caveat that they really haven't played anybody decent and they're not going to other than this game right here. Mm -hmm. So if they want to have a chance to crash the college football playoff, they need to show up big in Boise.
0: It's time for the Bucha Barometer. Freed, we're about halfway through the season right now, and we're about halfway through our kombuchas as well. Um, just real quick, how are you doing with that uh with that multi-green synergy kombucha?
1: Um, you know, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm about halfway there. Um I, I I plan on finishing this by the end of the episode. I mean, mm-hmm. I I think it's a necessity almost that we have to crush our ball. I think
0: I think you're yeah, I think you're right. And I've, honestly I've moved past my initial kind of Um, my initial misgivings about the kind of musty pond scum taste um, that this bottle has. Um, It's, it's settling down. It's not something that I'm going to pick out of a grocery uh, aisle to buy with my, you know, of my own volition, but it's something that if I'm like feeling If I'm feeling like I need to like settle my stomach and eat something, just uh, you know, just consume something healthy. It's it it's green. It makes me feel like I'm doing something good for myself.
1: It's November fourth. We've been eating candy all week. Renourish, replenish. What else do we got? Renew, rebalance, rebuild. Oh yeah,
0: you're just you're reading off all of the buzzwords from the bottle. I am. Reclaim, rekindle. Yep.
1: Recharge. You know. GT is 80 years old, but he looks like he's 12. He, he drinks Yeah, everybody
0: needs to go, if you don't know him by now and you haven't already looked it up, look up GT Dave. His name is literally GT Dave. His first name is GT. His last name is Dave. It's not like a nickname. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's GT Dave. It's like, his, it's GT Dave, which makes no sense. And I kind of hate it.
1: Until you learn more about GT Dave and then... And then it, it just is. It's yeah. So I, so
0: I have to say, I'm not going to give you my, my, my Bucha rating, but I am just, you know, that's just an, a taste of the Bucha barometer.
1: Bucha barometer. Um,
0: right now, as we get halfway through the show. Um, so stay tuned. I'm, uh, I'm continuing to drink it. I'm not loving it, but I am continuing to drink it.
1: It's time for kombucha canes.
0: All right, sports fans, welcome back to Booch Ball. This is a segment we like to call Kombucha Canes. And uh, we're going to be previewing the Friday night light matchup this this upcoming Friday with Miami versus the North Carolina State Wolfpack. Um, I think that's going to be an interesting game to figure out who's who here in this crazy ACC season. Um, The only... A uh, big issue we can see here, at least that I see, coming into this game um, is Manny Diaz's record coming off of a bye week. Uh, we are coming off of a bye week just like uh, when we came off of a bye week and played against Clemson and got absolutely demolished in a completely embarrassing uh, display. And then there were a couple games last year as well where we were coming off byes um, in this most egregiously was probably the bowl game against Louisiana tech, where we get shut out and embarrassed on national television. So Manny's own five coming off the bye. I just got to hope that we've got something to, uh, you know, to, to turn that thing around. And I just, I, I get nervous when we're, when we're playing anybody on the road.
1: Alex, you know, this is the new Miami. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, that own five record. That was also the new Miami, mm-hmm. but this is the new Miami. This is the new, Note, new Miami. I'm not putting a whole lot of stock
0: Make in that. Make Miami great again, again.
1: I, I, I just can't put too much stock in that in terms of this season. I mean, Clemson's Clemson, right? Um, it's also notable, though, NC State is coming off a bye week this week as well. Um, the week before last, they were throttled by UNC. Um, And they have their fair share of issues, Um, starting with quarterback. uh, Expect to see Bailey Hockman starting for NC State Friday night. Bailey Hockman originally went to Florida State out of high school. He was signed by FSU in the 2017 class as the QB1 ahead of James Blackman. He was a four-star recruit. Back in that class, that's the same class that produced Cam Akers, Mm -hmm. Big Marvin Wilson, a bunch of familiar names to Canes fans and ACC fans alike. And uh, Hawkman was their guy in that class. And he just, you know, he didn't pan out. He went to junior college, resurfaced here at NC State in the ACC. And um, here he is. Uh, and, and, And don't also be surprised to see a package of Ryan Finley's younger brother, Ben, who was a true freshman at state. Um he should probably get some reps in this game as well.
0: Do you think uh that uh, Bailey Hawkman's name is Bailey Hawkman has anything to do with him not panning out?
1: It definitely didn't help him, Alex. I'll tell you <laughs> that. I mean, it's a tough name. Uh you know, I haven't seen him play. I think he's a lefty, which makes a little bit of sense. Um the Hawkman but you know Miami struggles against quarterbacks that you wouldn't expect them to struggle against yeah we struggle against quarterbacks full stop <laughs> <laughs> yes Miami struggles against quarterbacks
0: yes we're we're really good at making unheard of quarterbacks um come out and have Heisman uh, trophy type football games i remember last year we had that had one of those games against pittsburgh um and that's that's been a consistent theme with us um, right. i just i i i'm so tired of Wincing when a team uh, is third and long against Miami, and I'm just bracing for the 13-yard completion, which is going to get a first down. Yeah, um, it seems like it, it happens a lot. And you know, there there, there is a lot of uh, talk about the defense of the University of Miami right now. There's a lot of people who complain about Blake Baker, and I know that there are some uh, situations where, like I was saying, like on third and long, it's like especially against Clemson it was like automatic and even for some of these other teams. Um, but then when you actually look back and look at the, the defensive uh, you know, points, a, a game, we're pretty regularly holding people below 20 points in a game. And if you can do that consistently, that's usually a good sign.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, the, the defense is the strong point of this team. Um, really, really when you look at it, I mean, the defense won the game last week. What did we score? 17 points? 19? 19, 19 points last week against UVA. The defense won that game. Yep. Period. Um, the defense has won pretty Especially much. Especially if you
0: game. consider, you know, Derek King threw two interceptions on their own side of the field. Um, you know, so we, we, we find, I find that we really don't do the defense too much, um, you know, as far as, you know, the offense getting them down the field. Thank God we have uh, someone like Lou Headley. Who can uh, you can really switch the field around? I think it's guys like him and Absolutely. it's guys like Jose Borregales, the new kicker, Absolutely. who are really turning this game around. Because I was just looking back on the 2019 season, and there were easily three games last year that could have been a totally different if not for better yeah. place kicking.
1: Special teams has been an issue, beyond an issue. I mean, the past two seasons. Um, up until this year, this year, it's it's been a revelation. Having Boer Galles kicking field goals, Hedley's only gotten better, and he was good last year. Um, you know, replacing Eagles, mm-hmm. that was huge. Um, yeah. Most valuable past. punter. You know, it, it's it's been huge to see what we've done on special teams. We had a little bit of regression last week, though. We had a kick blocked. We gave up a kick return. We gave up a punt return, no touchdowns on those returns, but we really haven't given up anything of significance at all this season mm-hmm. until last week. Uh, UVA has some good returners, and they got a couple of good ones off on us. But we've been elite on the special teams this season. Yeah. Which is not something that Miami can say that they've done. Yeah, it's refreshing.
0: It's refreshing to be able to say that. Um, but speaking of, of some issues – um, this is the last thing I'll say here about, our, about the Canes. Um, it, this is an issue that has carried over from last year. Um, it's death, taxes, and Amari Carter getting flagged for a targeting penalty and being ejected from the game in the first half. It feels like it happens every single game. Uh, apparently, it's only happened five times, but it's it feels like it happens every single game.
1: It, it, it's a shame. It's a damn shame. I mean, Gervin Hall's had one or two this season. I think, I think he's only had one this season, but there's, there's been maybe one game this year that we haven't had a safety injected for targeting. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's something that unfortunately it's not all on the player. I'm, I'm not a big fan of how the rules always enforced. You see a lot of times the receiver ducks their head where the guy would be hitting him in the chest the only spot they hit him, it ends up being in the head yep. and they're sent packing. Yeah. But, you know, Carter's a senior. He's got to be smarter than that. We can't be losing him on the first play from scrimmage.
0: Yeah, and I was actually, I was listening to the Five Rings podcast, which is another, uh, which is a Miami Hurricanes podcast. Never heard of uh, it. And they were, they were saying that, um, you know, talking to some former players uh, who are watching Amari Carter getting flagged and flagged and flagged as the, you know, as a upperclassman leader of the team and a a captain of the defense. Um, And they're basically was saying was, you know, there's a certain point to where you going out there and just playing really hard and just getting in the feel of the game, you know, that's relevant to a certain extent, but to another extent, the kid just isn't tackling with proper technique, which is causing these kind of reckless endangerment, which, you know, i It's great to see a good hit, and these are hits that would have been legal maybe five years ago, Um, but it's just not going to pan out. And if that continues to be a problem, I don't know how you can continue being the captain of a defense that you're never on the field to play with.
1: Right. I agree. Um, Manny and Blake are loyal to their guys, um, to a fault sometimes. And I like Amari Carter as a player. I think he's a solid safety, but we have two NFL safeties on our roster. Number five isn't one of them, you know, Bolden yep. is having Bubba Bolden's an probably all the American MVP, caliber season. Yep. And Irvin Hall is a great player as well. Um, Amari Carter, in my opinion, should be on the field a little bit less than those guys. I, mm-hmm. I, I know the way the depth chart works out. Those well, luckily, are,
0: that's how it's been panning out uh, with all of his targeting yeah, penalties.
1: They have. They've been on the field a lot more because of that. <laughs> but, you know, when he's able to play, I'd like to see the two guys who have a much brighter NFL future be out there a little bit more.
0: All right, Freed. So we've talked a little bit about the Canes game here uh, coming up this Friday night at North Carolina State. Talk to me about uh, what your score prediction is for this one.
1: All right, Alex. Uh, You know, Miami, the big thing for them is trying to score the football. You know, last week they really stagnated in the red zone. I think that was a bit of a glitch. Getting Brevin Jordan back healthy is really going to help. I think they're going to get back on track, and I think the defense is going to do what it does. I'm not worried about this game. Um, I see Miami winning by a comfortable two scores, 32-17. Oh, wow.
0: Freed, I have Miami winning this game 30-17, to so we are, we are spot on with that score prediction. Um, The only uh, thing I do disagree with you is that you're uh, not worried about this game. As a longtime Miami Hurricanes fan, I am always worried about whatever game we're playing, whether it's against Duke, Boston College, Clemson, or a team like NC State. You never know what's going to happen in the ACC. That's why I hate playing in the ACC.
1: You, You know, you're spot on. Every time I try to think we got it, it's usually Georgia Tech and we lose. This, so, is,
0: this is the game that we always lose. We always lose coming off of a bye. We always seem to have a mid-season slip up. I am keeping the faith here. I'm hoping that we got this game and that De'Ara King is going to come out there with some connecting, uh, connecting up with Brevin Jordan and Will Mallory and we unleash our stable of running backs on, uh, on NC State turf over there. So yeah, The we'll, stable of we'll running get it.
1: backs has been strange. Um, Cam Harris has been non-existent, basically, since we played Florida State. I expect him to jump back into the fold this week and be a factor.
0: It's time for the picks
1: of the week.
0: All right, Freed. You know what we're drinking. You know what we're thinking. It's now to uh, to move on to our final segment of the pod, who we're picking. Who we're picking. All right? So we've got our games of the week this week. Let's just line them up for you here. Um, So we've got Notre Dame versus Clemson. Um, uh, Clemson is a five and a half point favorite in that game. Um, We've got UGA versus Florida. Florida is a three, uh, uh, Georgia is a three and a half point favorite at the neutral site. Um, BYU at Boise state. Um, uh, BYU is favored by three. And then we're going, we're introducing a, New pick here that is not a game of the week. We're calling this the sediment pick. The
1: sediment pick!
0: Freed, tell them why.
1: Yeah, so the sediment, you know, the sediment is the solids that fall to the bottom of the booch. We're at the bottom of the jar here. But don't turn your back. That sediment tastes pretty damn good. <laughs> so we're gonna enjoy this pick and we're gonna enjoy this game because we like this matchup as a to watch for two under the radar teams this week and uh we're gonna have troy who's favored by three points at georgia southern in statesboro georgia this saturday
0: Mm -hmm. and actually just to correct that i think that troy uh i think georgia southern is actually favored in this one no oh no troy is oh damn oh that changes everything for me I'll i'll have to change around my picks here
1: I haven't made pick um. in that game. So <laughs> it's going to be a spur of the moment. We'll see. All right, now.
0: well, we'll talk about spur of the moment here. We're going to be making our picks. And just so you all there at home know what the stakes are here, Fried and I are going to make our picks here. And then whoever has the worst record by the time we get together to record next week, whoever has the worst record is going to have to buy the kombucha. And kombucha ain't cheap. I was it's just at an organic thing. food store. It's, it's like $4.20.
1: Is that with tax or without tax?
0: I don't know. I think that was just regular straight up. So that's an ironic price. Yeah, 420. A kombucha, you know. Well, <laughs> so I think technically it was four nineteen. I actually have my receipt right here. Um, this is what everybody wants to know, obviously. Yeah, Synergy. Uh, Synergy kombucha $4.19.
1: You're over My opinion. local. This for 3.99. Oh, that's uh, everything's
0: bigger in Texas, but obviously not the price tags of kombucha. All right, Freed. So, here we are. We're going to have the uh, our games of the week. Notre Dame versus Clemson at Notre Dame. Who you got in this
1: one? Um, you know, with no Trevor Lawrence, Clemson's only going to win this game by 10 instead of 30. I got Clemson and Clemson on the spread. Straight up with the spread. Uh, I don't care. Multiple scores. Notre Dame can't hang.
0: Wow. All right, good. I like this because I'm actually going to be picking the Notre Dame Fighting Irish plus five and a half. This is going to be a home field game. This is the type of game – that Notre Dame has been waiting to finally show that they can hang ever since their embarrassing loss at the University of Miami in 2017. But a lot of people forget that Notre Dame blew out Miami at Soldier Field the year prior to that game. So Notre Dame at a home environment, with the COVID situations being as they are, and they are going to be emboldened by that BC performance last week. All of those Notre Dame fighting Irish people, especially as with their, uh, the way that they tap that sign going into each game, they're believing that they're going to win.
1: You know, I, I respect the enthusiasm. Um, I saw a stat on Twitter, though. It was either, I, you know, I, I'll try to remember. Again, in their last 20 games against top five teams, it might have been top 10 teams. I think it was top five. In their last 20 games against top five teams, what's Notre Dame's record, Alex? Uh, I'm guessing they have not won. One and nineteen, <laughs> and you know Number where Clemson's 19. ranked? <laughs> Number one. So okay, <laughs> you're taking them with the points. Just off, you know, off the record, this doesn't involve our booch bet. Who do you like to win the game?
0: <laughs> Who do I like to win the game?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm
0: betting against Clemson for the sake of argument here. I just have a feeling I'm going with Notre Dame. I'm going with the luck of the Irish, baby. All right, fair enough. This is the Lee Corso pick here. He doesn't need to explain it. He just has to put on the hat.
1: Hey, fair enough.
0: All right, so our next game is going to be at the neutral site. It's UGA versus Florida. UGA is favored by three and a half. Who you got in this one?
1: This is a tough pick. You know, Like we talked about earlier, this game, theoretically on paper, straight up flip a coin 50 50 it could go either way and because of the three and a half points that florida is being gifted i'm gonna take the point and i'm gonna bet on florida plus three and a half
0: wow all right hey we're differing again once again i am going to be a homer here uh where i work i actually work with a lot of guys who are based in georgia So I got a lot of uh, Georgia Bulldogs uh, in my life that I'm trying to keep happy. So I've got the Georgia Bulldogs uh, who are going to cover that three and a half point spread. Um, And uh, it's on a neutral site. I think Georgia has been the the more consistent team uh, with that defense that they've got over the past couple of years. I think this is a game where Georgia holds firm and gives themselves a shot. And their quarterback has a uh, you know overcome some of the struggles he's had early on in the season.
1: Yeah, you know something's got to give, and I, I I'd love to see it. You know I, I love seeing Florida struggle. I would love to see it. Yep, that's that's
0: factoring into my pick as well. All right, so now this is a game that I know you're pretty excited about. This is BYU at Boise State. Who you got in this one?
1: Another tough pick. Um, you know BYU's rolling. This is their biggest game of the season. This is their one chance to make a statement. Their QB, Zach Wilson, has been on fire. How is he going to handle a real defense on the blue turf in Idaho, my new home away from home? <laughs> you know what? Give me Boise State. Oh, love the pick. And that's where we finally found some
0: agreement. I am also going pro Boise State for the big upset. It's yeah. early on in the season. Yeah. they played less games, but that means they're going to be fresher out there. And it is going to be – nobody likes going to play on that blue field at Boise State. I hate watching games on that blue field. It hurts my eyes. The Boise State players all blend into the turf. I don't understand how anybody plays against them, uh, you know, regardless of who the competition is. <laughs> the murder Smurfs up there, man. Yeah, I think, I think you exactly. Doing? You know, that's the land of the Smurfs. And I think uh, Boise State is going to pull that upset as well. So, Freed, that brings us to our last and final pick here on Booch Ball, the podcast, our inaugural episode. This is bringing us to the sediment pick, the pick that's at the bottom of the barrel, Troy versus Georgia Southern. And, Freed, I think before we make that pick, we should cheers and we should both finish the sediment at the bottom of our own multi-green synergy kombucha. What do you say?
1: If I can stir up a little bit. I'm already halfway there.
0: All right, brother. Well, hey, cheers
1: inaugural episode in the books let's finish this off all right well alex for my
0: inaugural sediment pick sediment is very you know chalky kind of you really do get that like the algae there's definitely back your throat on purpose yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Eh. it's like an algal
1: bloom (laughs) roll tide (laughs) Give me the Trojans. Minus three on the road. Um, I'm taking Troy.
0: All right, Freed, you're taking Troy. Wow, this has been great. We've had some serious, uh, you know, serious conflict here as far as the picks go because I am going to be taking the home team, Georgia Southern. Uh, I think I've picked the home team in every single matchup possible. Um, I like picking for the home team, even though it's a weird year where home crowds don't quite mean as much as they used to. But I'll tell you, for some reason, I have been watching a lot of Georgia Southern football this year. It's just always seems to be on ESPN2, just in perpetuity. Anytime I'm trying to find football, Georgia, State, uh, Georgia Southern's playing somebody. So, I got to give, uh, give some love to my, the Panthers or the Wildcats or whatever it is their mascot is. And I've got Georgia Southern by three.
1: Those were the picks of the week.
0: All right, Freed. So that wraps up, uh, wraps up our first episode of Booch Ball here. We've talked about uh, you know what we're thinking. we talked about what we're picking. Now it's time to finish up talking about what we're drinking, and we're going to consult the Booch barometer here at the end of our show. We've been drinking the Synergy Raw Kombucha Multi-Green flavor here, brought to you by GT Dave. Um, So Freed, we're going to be ranking this out of 10 decimals are included here. Talk to me what you're thinking about the multi-green synergy.
1: Tell you what, Alex, I enjoyed it. Um, I knew going in that this was not my favorite flavor of GT's kombucha, but I enjoyed this one. Um, I would drink it again. Um, I was not anticipating being this high on it. But I'm going to give it a 7.0. You know, Cs get degrees, Freed's get A's, <laughs> but GT's multi green gets a 7.0 for me. Which is a C minus. <laughs> All right, that's actually a pretty good
0: score, seven out of ten. I was, uh, I'm a little surprised by that. Um, my overall feeling about the multi green is that this is not something that I am going to purchase again. Um, for myself. It has kind of like a matcha green tea chalkiness almost to it, um, which doesn't really sit super well with me. I do like the fact that it's green. And I think about the best sips of this were the midway point. The initial sips, the initial smell was bad. Wasn't having it but as I got right down to below the label, I started to really enjoy it a little bit more. And I was kind of enjoying the novelty. But then with that last sediment, uh, you know, at sense, the bottom yeah. there, that did not sit well with me at the end. It left me with a bad taste in my mouth. Um, still drinkable, but not something I would want to drink. And that's why I'm giving this a 4.9 Oof. out of 10. I'm giving this slightly below a 5.0. It's just not something I can justify giving any higher of a score, but it's not bottom of the barrel. It's not something that I would spit out at drinking. Um, So that's where I stand. So we have our Booch score here, uh, a 7.0 for Freed and a 4.9 from Alex on the Synergy Multi Green. Kombucha
1: drink. Alex, you know – we have a new first place on the boot Barometer. That's He's right. Multi-Green
0: That's
1: is hosting undefeated <laughs> number one.
0: That's right. We're going to try to keep a running tally of, uh, of what our scores are for this. So if you're giving it a 7, I'm going to give it a 4.9. We take that. That's 11.9 divided by 2, which means right now the Booch Barometer for the Multi-Green, it stands at our first episode at first place with a score of 5.95
1: out
0: of 10.
1: How are you feeling about that, GT?
0: (laughs) GT, sponsor us, please. We'd love to have you on the show. And speaking about having people on the show, we'd love to have you loyal listeners to get on our show and do some guest picking with us. So here's what we're going to need you to do if you want to get on the show. First of all, you're going to have to follow us on Twitter. At Booch Ball. Secondly, you're going to want to follow us on SoundCloud uh, so you can keep up with our weekly episodes as they come out. We're going to try to get them out to you a couple days before the weekend every week, Um, hopefully, either on a Wednesday or a Thursday. And then uh, what you can also do is send us an email. Uh, The email for the pod is boochballpod at gmail.com. If there's any questions that you have, any comments, any sponsorship opportunities, or if you want to give us some ideas for what to talk about on the next show where our, uh, our ears and our DMs are open. So from all of us here at uh, at the Booch Ball podcast, I want to say thank you for joining us. Uh, I want to say thank you to Freed for uh, for coming up with this uh, crazy idea and also to your freshman uh, college freshman roommate. Um, who is it? Kamari?
1: Yeah, that's my man Kamari. mm-hmm
0: Perfect. Give a shout out to Kamari. And uh, hey, we'll give a shout out to the Miami Hurricanes. We'll give a shout out to all the loyal listeners out there. And for all of you at home, crack open a kombucha and join us next time here on the Booch Ball Podcast.
1: Peace. Booch. We playing Booch
0: Ball.